0: The world outside your window may be nearly a hundred degrees and very humid. But here at post-show recaps, we're standing next to flags on mountains and pressing buttons to try and keep our body temperature up because it is so cold. Uh, I am Brooklyn Zed, and I am here with my co-host on this Final Fantasy VII journey. Adam, are you uh, are you warm enough?
1: <laughs> I just have to get all warmed up here, get pumpkin. <laughs> okay, all right. My internal temperature is up to. 36 and i guess uh-huh. that means it's good because 36 yeah. is high enough i think it's celsius I, isn't I that think. like ridiculously hot though i, I don't know too. i'm okay <laughs> all right my lack of celsius knowledge is showing <laughs> um yeah i'm doing good i'm able to you know keep warm i guess on this it is it's it's just stupid hot here uh All the time. Although I keep my apartment at like either 64 or 65 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh my God. uh, I love it cold. (laughs) So it's freezing in your apartment. It's very comfortable. It's very nice. I can wear like, I'm wearing like a long sleeve shirt. I can wear like a long sleeve shirt. And it's fine.
0: Adam is wearing long sleeves, even though it is August.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's it's like a hundred out. It's, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's ridiculously hot. When I was taking Ruby out this morning, it was just like brutal. And it was early in the morning too. But like, Inside, it's fine. I'm I, I'm just hanging out.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we will have lots of temperature-related events to discuss today, uh, as we spend a good amount of time in the icicle area of Final Fantasy VII up here on the northern continent. Um, Adam, you got through a lot of like detailed grindy, go here, do this, go here, do this parts of the game right after you know just sort of a very serious climactic moment that we discussed last week um yeah. and then i got you to sit through a, <laughs> a big old exposition dump um <laughs> before coming on to this podcast so let's go ahead and get started uh with where we left off last week in the in the fallout
1: of the death of eris yeah uh so obviously very tragic how how we ended last time um and we didn't really build on that momentum of the game. In fact, we we kind of did exactly the opposite. Um, and it was like, oh, this big traumatic thing happened. Time to putz around in a village looking for a map and a snowboard. Like, we we were not interested in like keeping the intensity or the tone of the story in any way. We went back to doing administrative tasks in many games. Yeah.
0: It's pretty wild. You know, you experience this massive character death. Uh and then they're like, "Hey, you want to snowboard on a mountain for like f- 5 solid minutes?" A long time. Yeah, very it's long so time. So long. <laughs> uh
1: yeah. Um yeah, and it was like a whole ordeal because they wouldn't let you go. I was just trying to go because yeah. I couldn't find anything to do in this town. There was like nothing going on. There was no one here that was interesting. Um This is the icicle place. You're at Uh, Icicle Inn, yeah. Yeah. Also, stupid name for a town. I mean, there's either an inn. Like, there could be one inn you could call the Icicle Inn. But a whole Mm -hmm. town called Icicle Inn? What are we doing here? Are they all inns? Is every building an inn? I mean, they
0: all seem to have stuff to offer you. This kid's just going to give you his snowboard
1: yeah
0: (laughs) i broke my leg i don't need my snowboard anymore ever again
1: (laughs) i guess you can just take it forever uh because my leg will definitely never heal um yeah i didn't find much to do in this place um though we got i believe the the i'm gosh i almost like forgot about this i think the impetus here is that like we get confronted by some shin regards right as we're like trying to leave um,
0: Elena of the Turks, yeah, yeah,
1: along with, you know, a crew of flunkies. Some grunts, yeah. yeah. Um, And they go down. Um, and then we are stopped by some very overprotective random townsfolk who doesn't know me at all, okay? I can I can just roll down a mountain. It'll be fine. Um, but we have to get a snowboard and a map to go down. Yeah. So we got the snowboard, we got the map, whatever, yada, yada, putzing around town. Uh, and then we start snowboarding down.
0: Yeah, and I have did to say... you? So Elena comes and she's like, "I'm gonna take you out," and then she goes to punch you, and the game gives you like five seconds to take in some instructions to block or evade that punch.
1: No, she just punched me right in the face, and I yeah, yeah, I've smashed.
0: never succeeded. Uh, I may be trained in stage combat in the real world and very good at at ducking a punch, uh, not in this game. Can't do it.
1: Yeah, I'm not good at either. I, you know, you can. <laughs> Adam Norpia can dodge punches here. Um, um, but then you wake punch up. Too. She really, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Knocks you out with like a single All the way punch. across
1: town. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you wake up in that building. Uh, did you check anything out in there? I'm guessing not.
1: Was it? Uh, I don't think so. Unless there I was like my a, first a box either. or like something like that. Unless there was like a clear treasure no there's some
0: videos you can watch on the tvs in there um so i recommend going back there at a later point when you are able to do so because there's some interesting background like pretty crucial background information you can learn um there uh so you will be fine without knowing it now but uh okay in the future Come check it out again.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, we love background videos, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So we woke up, we got our stuff, and then we were down. It was time to leave. It's time to get out of here, down the mountain. In this yeah. mini game that I think that you predicted last week that I would like very much, uh compared yeah. to how little you liked it. Um, I had a lot of fun. I mean, this was, uh-huh. just, <laughs> this was just like Mario Kart. It was just it was just like a racing game. Uh, yeah. And it was very fun. I'm I think just I,
0: so bad at it.
1: I crashed a couple of times. Um, but, like, I don't know. Getting to, like, drift on the sides and then, like, go around the random whatevers that were there. Uh, the little
0: Moogle snowmen. I do like the little Moogle yeah.
1: snowmen. I mean, I, I don't know. I had a lot of fun doing this. Uh, I would do it again, for uh-huh.
0: sure. But, like, you you seem to be supposed to collect balloons,
1: but to no apparent purpose. I was a little confused. I did collect them, uh, yeah. as it seemed like that was you know the not the... that it tells you to do that. No, but it
0: seems like a thing you should do, and then you do it, and there is absolutely like you're. It's timing you the whole time for absolutely no reason. Um, you can now that you have played it in the game, play it in the gold saucer if you oh. choose to do so. Uh, when you go back there. It is now. I think it's like being fixed when you're there the first time because you haven't played it in the game, but now mm-hmm. it is effectively unlocked in Wonder Square.
1: We love to see it. Uh, that is something I'm probably going to spend Pia too much loves time. Pia to in. see it. Yes. Um, this. Yeah, it was fun. I, I will say it lasted a long time. I yeah. enjoyed it. It was a. It was like a good overall experience, but like maybe we shave a minute off of there. You know, yeah. Maybe this isn't a full five minutes.
0: Open course, and then some snowmen, and then some snow moguls, and then some trees, Mm -hmm. and then some snow chocobos that can kind of move, Mm -hmm. and then snow chocobos and snowballs that are moving. Yep. Like, we don't need all of that. It's so many things.
1: Yeah, just like condense it a little bit. Uh, you know, pick pick the pick the winners, and then let's just you know move on here. Um, but then we got down into just a random icy place, uh, and then I just started wandering. This was probably yep. the more confusing part of the of the run for me here throughout this past week because yeah. it feels like I was just wandering around aimlessly for way too long and and doing nothing. That was yeah. essentially what was happening.
0: Without a walkthrough, you have to kind of stumble across things and uh hope for the
1: best yeah i I mean there was a point i think it turns out this was like the the way to go but i was like doing a bunch of random stuff there was a point where i was like marking my path and it like kept Mm -hmm. spinning me around uh and there was a point where i was like way out there and i could see nothing on either side and i was like this just this just can't be (laughs) <laughs> what i'm supposed to do here <laughs> there's just no way that this is what they're telling me to do eh, um it's
0: supposed to eventually turn into another screen i guess yeah
1: we got there uh eventually yeah it had like big you know uh desert outside of coral prison vibes There, mm-hmm. just like wandering around with like okay i swear i've seen this screen like three times then i moved past this one twice and then we get it was just i don't even know what was going on out there uh, yeah. I have to imagine there was probably a bunch of stuff to find out in the middle of the, all this snow mess that I just didn't find, um, mm-hmm. or didn't see, or I have no idea. But eventually we did get out to a little cave. Uh, I did find them. there was some material out there that I got in the middle of the cave while we were doing this plotting your course uh-huh. type situation. Okay. Um and then I think the other side was when we got to the little, the little hut or the, the random house out here. Yeah. Welcome, someone... to hut, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my mountain hut. As Anderson
0: Cooper might say.
1: Yeah. And there's just like a dude that lives there. Just, mm-hmm. just co- constantly, I guess. I don't know how he gets stuff or like, I don't know. Yeah. The, the logistics of his confusing. existence
0: up there is uh, not very clear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's uh he has been up there he got up there and then he stayed up there is effectively mm-hmm. what we learn um this is mr Holtzoff's cabin uh and he's gonna tell you he's gonna ask you if he can share his if you'd be interested in hearing his story and whether you say yes or no <laughs> he's gonna tell you have you heard the story of the people who went up the mountain you can say yes, and, he's,
1: and then he just starts talking. Yes, and then he just keeps going, uh, although I do think I said no, so. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm i not going to lie He said I don't even remember what he said after this.
0: So he was going up the mountain with his partner, and they, uh, with his, you know, hiking, mountaineering mm-hmm. partner, um, and they they got stuck or they got lost and eventually they're climbing up the rope and his partner severed the rope and like who was behind him and kind of just like gave up and Mr. Holtzoff didn't realize that. And so now ever since, like, I think out of shame, he has stayed up in this hut that he built question mark, mm-hmm. um, by himself, and this will become your saving and resting spot as you pass out in the snow during this next section of the game.
1: Uh, do, you, uh, do, do you come back to here? Was if I supposed you to come yeah, back?
0: if you pass out in the snow, if you wander around too long, you get too cold and pass out, uh, and you will wake up in the cabin every time.
1: Oh. Uh <laughs> I have a couple of questions about the logistics of that situation as well, but um, I never had to come back. So I guess we take that as a win.
0: Um,
1: Yeah. I mean, I just kept heating myself up. Uh, He, he seemed to know there there are the, the scene here is that we're about to get to the cliff. Everyone, you know, hops out of Pia. There's we're running seven deep here. Um, (laughs) And we're like, okay, you guys go on ahead uh, the logistics are very confusing, but you have to, like, keep your body temperature warm enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it tells you a specific number to keep it above. It no, might, it does But doesn't. I don't think it does. Um, <laughs> it just kind
0: of sends you out there at 36 and is like, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, do your best. Yeah. That's where I got the 30. 30- it started at 36. Yeah. Um, and we just like had to keep climbing. And basically, whenever we got to a little platform where you could either you know go into something or go up on something, I just kept cheating myself up to like mm-hmm. forty, and just yeah. you know kept going, which worked. I mean, I think it worked. <laughs> it did yeah, the job. Yeah, I
0: just learned in the walkthrough that actually the window is much bigger than I thought it was. Um, he can, it can fall as low as twenty six degrees. If it falls below twenty six he'll pass out and you'll end up back in the cabin. Mm. Um, But I always thought it had to be like above 34. Uh, So I have been taking way more time than I needed to climbing the cliff, apparently. Overheating. Um, And yes, 37 degrees Celsius is 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. So it is keeping your internal body temperature at a happy place as you scale the cliff face
1: yeah as we scale the cliff uh there was nothing too exciting throughout the vast majority of this cliff climb because it was just like we went into a cave there were like some paths to go through um and then I, I don't know if there's anything else that you even wanted to talk about but before the the kind of ultimate the the final part of this was that icicle uh walking across
0: uh-huh.
1: um which I did not particularly enjoy. Um, fighting the icicles. Fighting the icicles. <laughs> little confusing, what that is about.
0: <laughs> yeah, I distinctly remember doing this the first time and being like, "Okay, I defeated the little bats. Why? Why are we still sitting here? Oh, I, oh, I have to. Oh, I have to fight this inanimate object. Also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then it's going to slowly crack in the exact same animation four Four times times. oh yeah uh
1: cool yeah really good gameplay here this is really i mean innovative stuff (laughs) happening um also its only move is icicle drop which doesn't actually drop the icicle uh as it uses the move so you know whatever uh (laughs) we beat the icicle uh it was it's was funny because like between each fight i had to like go back a little bit and heal everyone and like go through the whole thing um because they actually like did a not insignificant amount of damage in those mm-hmm. fights but um yeah and so we got through all four icicles we got our treasure box on the other side we kept moving we kept moving um it just you know i said this at the start but it just sort of felt like a, a grindy lull, uh, which was a little like unfortunate con- yeah. compared to like where we were before. We were like really heating up in terms of the story. and we'll get there by the end of this. Yes. but like this whole part felt really dumb.
0: It is a weird it is a very strange slowdown in pace from like the 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 gathering steam that the story has been doing over the, our last couple of episodes or over the, uh, you know, the end of disc one. And then you start disc two and it's like, yeah, you're just going to just gonna chill here, literally chill here for a while um, through like several different things yeah. where the story is not particularly advancing. You are just doing things that you have to do to to keep moving forward.
1: Yeah, this uh, to be honest, this felt like a kind of thing that we could have done before we got to the forbidden or ancient forest or whatever. Mm. Um obviously like map wise it makes no sense, but like game wise I feel like yeah, that sure, would a I, lot more sense. Yeah, sure. I get sense. what you mean. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean we kept going the the I will call out here at the end um the most miserable experience. <laughs> I have had.
0: I was going to ask if this is where you uh, yeah, yeah. you encountered the Malboro, one of yes. my least favorite enemies in. All- they show up in a lot of fan- Final Fantasies. You've I've probably them seen in them in Final, 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 Final Fantasy XIV. F- yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, they're bad. They're they really not- terrible. <laughs> they did not do to me in Final Fantasy XIV what they did to me here. <laughs> uh, so here I am, Pia Barrett and um, Tifa, are my three, and I should say. Um. Oh, there was a boss fight in here that I totally ignored. Right? We fought a we fought a dragon or something.
0: Uh, you haven't gotten there yet.
1: I, no, I think well, I did. Or
0: it's okay. Yeah, it's after the after it's the after fight the dragon goals. fight. Yes. Um. But yes, anywhere in here, you could encounter the Malboros.
1: Okay. So, I, well, uh, let me talk about this boss fight first, because it's like the two headed dragon, because it did happen first in my notes. It was gotcha, just so okay. inconsequential of a fight comparatively to what happened next that I literally did not write it down. Um, and the reason is because Barrett, I, I don't even know exactly what I have equipped to him. I know there's a fire ring. And I think the elemental materia or something is doing some work uh -hmm. because barrett is just straight up not taking damage from a lot of these attacks and in fact most of the baddies are healing him yeah and so i I, like got to this this giant dragon fight and it has a ton of hp but like it just didn't matter because it it couldn't damage barrett just straight up couldn't do it it was healing barrett the whole time and so uh, i do not and i still don't know how (laughs) um and so we were just attacking the boss fight was so easy um and I had I just had my hopes up and my confidence was at an all-time high. And then we fight this stupid plant, the 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 Marlboro, whatever, this Venus flytrap of uh-huh. a stupid being, and it opens. Uh I get around, I attack, boom, we deal a lot of damage. I even think I was on a Pia limit break at that point. So like we were kind of we were chilling. I was like, whatever, it's fine. And then it opens. By turning me into frogs! Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So the
0: Malboro has a move called Bad Breath. uh, Which inflicts you with like six statuses at once. It's the worst.
1: So? So you were a toad. So I was three frogs. Uh I was three frogs deep here. uh, In this fight. And it was able to do a ton of damage to cloud pia and to Tifa. they went down but it couldn't do anything to bear it because all of the damaging abilities would just heal him uh-huh. and so I-, I thought to myself i was like okay i could just like quit and and go back to the save point whatever it would be fine but then i, I hadn't saved in, in a pretty good while, because there, like, mm-hmm. was not a save point from that point. And so I was like, okay, I could just, like, go back and do this. But, like, if this happens again, I don't know, like, what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, I'll just be in the same situation. Yeah. And so what I did here, this was the longest fight I've ever been a part of. I think I, I, I timed it, and then I, I don't have the time written down, but I did message you. Um, yeah, you did. <laughs> I sent a screenshot. Of,
0: like, my You're like frogs. currently in my set.
1: <laughs> this is what's happening. I had three frogs. Okay. Uh, frog Pia went down. Frog Tifa went down. Frog Barrett still chilling. Okay. I'm going one damage at a time per round because that's yeah. all frogs could do. They go one damage at a time. Eventually, the stupid plant ran out of magic ability. Magic <laughs> It ran out of magic and so it could do nothing. And so I was like, okay, let's Phoenix down the other two, get everyone going. And for so long, Zed, for so long, my rounds were three damage compared to the zero damage from the plan. <laughs>
0: That's, it, it's so tragic.
1: And that is how I beat the Marvel.
0: Yeah, you said uh, when you messaged me, you were on minute 16 of the fight, <laughs> and uh, you said it took 25 minutes by the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's really rough times. It is infuriating when, like, a random encounter yeah. takes on, like, boss battle levels of difficulty and time. Um,
1: this yeah. was infinitely harder than the boss. Like, yes. infinitely harder. I don't know how much HP this thing had. And I think if I wouldn't have been turned into frogs, it, it would have been fine, right? Like, I, it, I would not have had yeah. issues, but I did. And I did. You even said you, you even told me like the, the item that I needed to get rid of it. And I was like, okay, I don't have this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know when I was supposed to get this, but I do not have any lying around. Um, And so I went one damage, three damage at a time per round for. 20 plus minutes Uh uh-huh and that was how i beat it and it was miserable
0: yeah yeah i think that is part of the uh the old school game experience is is occasionally you get a fight like that and items like that it is so rare that you will have bought them until you realize that you need them And then you're like, it's like, oh, I'll never run out of toilet paper after running out of toilet paper one time. You're like, oh, now I will never be without Maiden's Kiss because this is what happens when I am.
1: Yeah. And I haven't been able to buy any yet. But like, believe you me, (laughs) we are going to be getting some.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So you make it out of the cave, you defeated the two-headed dragon and also eventually the Malboro. Uh and you are at the top of the cliff.
1: The top of the cliff looking out at the uh this whirlwind. Uh mm-hmm. I think the save point called it there's a whirlwind maze of some kind. Yes. Um it wasn't like really a maze. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, um and lo and behold, what should be here? But the trash bags! The trash bags are back! <laughs> the trash bags are around. back! The sentient trash bags are back. Um and we're you know roaming around. Some of them are even dropping uh items for me when I'm clicking on them. I kind of thought that I'd have to fight them, but that, you know. Turns yeah. out they just give me stuff.
0: And um, like
1: fall off the cliff. Yeah, they just like just integrate. Yeah. Uh which I guess makes sense because they're sentient trash bags, so it's not, you know, whatever. Um as we go, we uh we do reach the top of the, the top of the cliff here, and then we have some bridges to cross. Uh, mm-hmm. That seemed like pretty just intuitive of just like, hey, there's a lot of wind right now. There's not a lot of wind right now. Maybe we should <laughs> cross on the time when there's not a lot of wind. Um, that one was pretty easy. I'm trying to think what the there was another one too. Then there's
0: lightning a couple of times.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, these bridges seemed very intuitive uh i don't know if they were like should have been harder but the the conceptual portion of like hey is there lightning in front of me right now
0: (laughs) yeah they're pretty straightforward it can be i have like serious depth perception issues when it comes to (laughs) these graphics Mm -hmm. so it can be hard for me to be close enough but not too close mm-hmm. so that I have time to run through but I don't hit it uh but mechanically it is very clear what you're supposed to do
1: uh yeah and the, I mean we get across those no problem um and then I'm trying to this was so recent I'm just trying to remember the order of events here we get to the end uh and then we we have this like kind of uh weird It gets very loopy here. The last Mm -hmm. portion of what I played gets very kind of loopy uh, and, and admittedly very confusing um, because we like encounter Sephiroth kind of, and then we get a lot of like flashes. There's a lot of movement that's like out of my control at Mm -hmm. one point, all seven of us are, are out uh, and involved in the conversation. Um, But I think, I think before that, right when we get to the end, we we kind of see Sephiroth come, um, and we yeah. have another boss fight. Is that right? Yeah.
0: You fight Genova Death, uh, is what this boss is called um as Sephiroth continues throwing bits of Jenova at you <laughs> to make his escape I don't know I this is how I've always pictured it is that you know the bits of Jenova are like Sephiroth smoke bombs and he's just carrying them all around in a mm-hmm. bag and he tosses them out to make his getaways
1: yeah like a weird little Bob the Builder tool belt out there with <laughs> various things to toss at us um another easy boss fight the boss fights are getting very easy uh mm mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how it should be, um, but they're just, you know, they're, they're fairly simple and straightforward here. Um, and I figured out my healing situation, so Pia's got some healing, uh, and then even barrett has got some healing, actually, so, uh, you know, we'll be okay. Uh, still miss you, Ares. It's fine. Uh, maybe one day. Probably not, though. Um, yeah, so we, we, we defeat this, and then, like I said before, like, things get really weird uh, there's like a black materia conversation here. Uh, mm-hmm. we, de- so we defeated this thing and we got some blue for it or whatever. We go up to the top here and then there's like, uh, we, we have the black materia, but naturally I think Tifa is the one that tells us that, you know, Hey, maybe Pia, you shouldn't, you shouldn't hold on to that because, uh, well, you just handed it over last time,
0: yeah.
1: uh, which is understandable because that's exactly what happened. And so, um, I gave it to the doggo um
0: good choice i did too
1: yeah you gotta give it to the Chicago. uh i think i tried to give it to barrett and then he just like was not interested so whatever <laughs> um I, g- <laughs> I gave it to the chago and we moved on um there was another there was another bridge um and then this is where we started our sequence mm-hmm. of a massive amount of of cutscenes and and reflections here, yeah. So there's a lot yeah. here.
0: There's tell like me a- what you tell me what you <laughs> think. Tell me what you think you heard.
1: Okay, yeah, because there's so much. And you know, fair warning, I had gotten to my save point after the boss yesterday. And yeah. I was like okay boom we hit a save point after a boss what a great place to stop for the podcast yeah so it's like no you have 30 minutes of cutscenes. go do your homework before we podcast today um and so here we are so this is very fresh in my mind but also means that I have not had a chance to process this in any way um, it wouldn't really help to be perfectly <laughs> honest I don't
0: think
1: um okay so we start off uh is it a dream is a reality Is it just fantasy? Who knows? Um, We get to Nibelheim. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we're back to the hometown of Tifa and uh, question mark Pia. Um, We get there. We are weird out of body experience. Tifa's like telling us not to worry about it. Barry is also there for some reason, just like hanging out. Um, uh, We then see Sephiroth come up. And behind him, there's some Shinra guards. But then also, there's a fake Pia, uh, who looks a lot like looks a lot like me, but I think had slightly different hair, um, black hair. Yeah. Black hair. And so, you know, he's like, "Oh, come with me, Pia." And then, you know, they keep going and and freaking out, trying to figure out what's going on. Tifa's still telling us, "Oh, it's it's fine. Don't worry about it. um You know, don't think, don't think." I'm told repeatedly throughout this endeavor. Um, spoiler alert Tifa, i wasn't thinking anyway so <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice um and then the sc- the scene shifts again and nibbleheim is on fire um which does take us back a little bit to the first time we or the yeah the first time we went to nibbleheim in the kind of dream situation where everyone told us that the fire burned it down and then pia Mm -hmm. knew nothing about that so uh, we're potentially answering some questions there um it burned down i think five years ago is what they said and then we get a very interesting sequence here of in the middle of this fire uh also i just have to say there's like a dead guy on the ground right next to us and we do not address it a single time um (laughs) he's just there we don't even pretend to like acknowledge his existence I don't know. Correct. I just, just needed to call that out. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it. he's just there. It was wildly unnecessary to include him there, but we did it. Anyway, um, Sephiroth then kind of like just taunts us, uh, clearly indicating that he knows more. Um, but the kind of the interesting portion of this to me was how much he was addressing Tifa and her kind of... Knowledge slash memory of what was going on, and so I believe I actually did predict uh at the end of the last episode that there was some kind of Genova thing happening with Pia, and it turns out, from what we are told, let me see if I have this close here. Pia is a clone, quote unquote, is is the word that I believe that they used of mm-hmm. Sephiroth, designed by. Our favorite ugly scientist Hojo,
0: uh-huh. yo yo,
1: yo. Um, <laughs> who uh, the the idea, um, yeah. Sorry, so that's what we. It's 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 part of Genova as a cl- as a clone of Sephiroth, but also fun little twist infused with the memories of Tifa for some reason.
0: That's pretty close. I'm not going to correct you on anything uh, because it is intentionally (laughs) confusing um, and it will get more confusing before it gets less confusing. Cool. cool. Uh, But I would say you actually picked up a significant amount of what Sephiroth was putting down.
1: Okay. Uh, That's huge. We we love to see that. Um, It also turns out that we we learn here that Sephiroth died five years ago or Mm -hmm. or, uh, maybe i just am equating five years ago with every major event that happened in this game (laughs) um sephiroth has died and is not like real this is we have been following or rather not following sephiroth but instead as we learn as we we continue i'm i think i'm skipping some stuff but like as we continue through these cutscenes. um we learn that we are rather being summoned, as is all of the pieces, parts, weird trash bags of Genova, uh, are being summoned to the reunion. We yeah. we finally get more reunion talk after this is
0: the Genova reunion, and turns out Pia is one of the sentient trash bags.
1: I am one of the sentient trash bags. That's so annoying. <laughs> um It's brutal. Okay. And so uh, other important pieces here. Tifa runs back to Doggo, says, I need the black materia. Doggo says, okay, I'm going ahead. I'll help. And then Tifa turns into Sephiroth.
0: Yeah. He was presenting himself as Tifa, but was not actually Tifa. Yes. Uh, I do love that Red Thirteen was like, cool, I was not really comfortable holding this anyway. I would (laughs) love for you to take it away from me. I do not want to be responsible for this. I didn't sign up for this level of involvement.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Even though he happily accepted it, uh, I could have given it to someone (laughs) else, I guess.
0: Okay, if you're sure. (laughs)
1: Yeah, although I don't know who else I would have given it to. There's no shot as given to Yuffie or Sid <laughs> or Kate Sith. So like, yeah, I think actually all those it's just the Vincent Doggo
0: <laughs> or Vincent.
1: Yeah, people, you keep saying Vincent, and I just still haven't done it yet. I need to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> um, okay, and so uh, the Doggo comes running up to Pia. Uh, who then just takes the Black Materia. Thanks, uh, Doggo, for holding on to this for roughly four seconds. I appreciate it. Uh, Even though you've come back, oh, whoops, I'm uh, evil now. I'm basically a clone of Sephiroth. I'm going to fly into the air somehow. People people just, like, fly randomly a lot of the time in this game. Um, Really begs a lot of questions of why are we traveling on water like that. Anyway, uh, so we're flying up into the air, and then with the Black Materia in hand, We then see uh, the hottie with a body, Sephiroth, here, uh, who is stuck in some kind of stone water situation. We Uh hand over the black materia, and then chaos ensues. It's just madness of what happens. Oh, also, I should say, uh, Hojo... Who was like taking responsibility for this whole thing, right? He was like, "Oh my, my experiments, This was an absolute success. Except you're a failure. Shut up, failure. Even though yeah, you... you're the
0: failed experiment, but you're the only one that got here. Yeah, so that really bothers. Him.
1: Even though you're, st- I'm still disappointed in you. Uh, I'm not your real dad. Um, it was a very weird situation going on with Hojo. There, uh, we get like this big explosion, massive thing. Everyone's running away. Rufus. Is also there uh trying to figure out what's going on. Rufus is like with Hojo, trying to, you know, whatever they came over on the ship. I think we saw a cutscene of that earlier that I just totally forgot to mention. Yeah, they come um, in on their
0: airship, which they again, come in on the airship. Why did you need to take the Tiny Bronco?
1: No clue. Uh <laughs> maybe, maybe they rapidly develop new technology. I have no idea. Um uh, so Rufus then like takes the rest of our group. Uh, big explosions happen. We get uh, a couple other uh, cutscenes here of kind of pure darkness. Um, Tifa talking to Pia about, um, I mean, I, she's just like, not, not trying to like take responsibility for things, but she's presenting this in a way that like, she always knew something was up, but just like didn't want to admit that something was up. Mm -hmm. um which you know i get i get that right like you you know you're you want something to be a certain way and even though you might internally realize that it's probably not that way like saying it out loud or do something about it will make it not that way and so i get that uh from tifa that's compelling story there well done game um we get that and then we also get a weird uh cutscene. i shouldn't say weird actually this is i it's like hypothetically sweet uh, of them meeting in Midgar, just outside the train station, where mm-hmm. where Pia's like passed out or whatever. There's a, there's a random dog barking. Um, Tifa's like coming up, and 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 their meeting is like, "Oh, Pia, wait!" And uh, Pia's like, "Tifa, it's like, well, how did how did you?" Oh, Pia, yes, I am Pia. Uh, Pia says in a very convincing manner um and that's like uh, i believe uh, that's where i believe or am led to believe that they met uh in -hmm. some capacity here or reconnected rather um because i believe they said they hadn't seen each other in a lot of years Mm -hmm. um and then uh i'm remembering a lot of this actually this was actually i'm impressed with myself here really well (laughs) um and then i believe the idea here is that we we are shown uh from tifa that uh or, or rather pia has this acknowledgement of like okay i was in soldier when this happened in the fire and Tifa's like uh and that's why i got you in avalanche that's why i brought you in to this whole thing because even though i knew something was up i still wanted to spend more time with you
0: yeah i and wanted so to keep an I eye on you and you. figure out what the heck is going on so I gave you a job.
1: Gave you a job. <laughs> so Got you, you involved. stick around. <laughs> in Avalanche, uh, which connects some of the dots here uh, of where we first started the game. Mm-hmm. Of uh, why was I involved in this in the first place? Who's to say? Except now Tifa is to say. Yes. Um, so there are still a lot of questions that went w- wildly unanswered here. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. We couldn't possibly answer everything, but I think we definitely have a better understanding of uh the history of Pia. And okay. so that's where, I mean, that's where we're at. Uh Did I miss anything like super major in the, in the uh, sequence? The weapon. Oh. The
0: weapons.
1: Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um <laughs> okay I wasn't sure it sounded
0: a little bit like you were wrapping up uh the entirety of your experience but no, no you covered the, very yeah. you covered very good ground on the uh exposition dump that you get from from Sephiroth at Hojo and Tifa uh at this point in the game there's a lot going on
1: yeah I mean there's a ton going on um and so, uh, when we ultimately wake up, we don't wake up as Pia, but rather we see Tifa and Barrett uh, in a room together, seemingly locked up or, or some kind of yeah. Because they've
0: know. they've all run away. Cloud's been hanging out on the ceiling where Sephiroth yeah. is in his little glass water cage, like frozen in amber. Um, and Rufus is like, oh no. This is going to be bad. We all need to go. You two, if you want to live, you've got to come with us, also. Huh. Otherwise, you're going to be destroyed by this thing that's blinking in the wall.
1: Yes. Uh, oh, we do get this big cinematic shot, right, of mm-hmm. of Tifa and Barrett on the airship. Uh, Tifa's like falling over. Uh, Barrett's like trying to help her as we see this massive explosion um and out from the explosion uh, as you said before we do see this um not dragon creature it's like a
0: kaiju monster
1: yeah i don't know what that is but um it's big and it yes. looks pretty scary
0: <laughs> yeah they are dragon like for yeah for, for uh picturing purposes
1: yeah um a big they call it the weapon Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do learn a little bit more here as Tifa and Baird are waking up. They're like looking out the window. Oh, what happened? Uh, it turns out uh, Sephiroth is still sleeping in his little lair, or whatever, protected by a big uh, area of, of light or, or energy or something. They said they can't, you know, get there. But what we do learn is that the weapon itself that uh, came out of this whole situation He's on a rampage uh, yeah. all over the place. It is the planet's defense system, effectively.
0: And the planet consents the impending threat that is Sephiroth reunited with the Black Materia. Uh, and so the weapon system of the planet has activated to protect itself.
1: Uh, yeah, and classic protection move it seems to be destroying everything uh and it's very bad yeah um we see tifa and barrett talking about it and we only there was just a little bit more that i was able to get through here um before we actually found a save point rufus came in and was like oh guess what uh it's execution time time for you to be publicly executed barrett's like what the um (laughs) and they started leading them out uh in handcuffs i'm playing as barrett at this and yeah. so they're having me run around as uh and then i found a save point and yeah that's the story
0: tifa has been asleep for seven days seven days the, they just dropped that in there but uh i yeah. have no further conversation about that um and, av- and uh shinra is going to frame avalanche for the state of things somehow um, and as a result is going to publicly execute Barrett and Tifa uh, to boost public morale of these are the people responsible and we have taken them out we Shinra continue to be your saviors you're welcome
1: yeah not Scummy great corporate move of course <laughs> not great uh if you are Tifa or Barret
0: yeah I mean, not great in general. Not a good move. Not a good look. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, but not not an unheard of tactic,
1: for yes. sure. Yeah, I was going to say, if things were, like, the other way around and we were, like, executing Rufus publicly, like, there could be a little, you know, French Revolution-esque, oh, their heads type I'm situation. I'm all about the
0: guillotines for the billionaires. Yeah. Uh, this but is going in the
1: wrong about- direction, though. Yes,
0: they're scapegoating. Yeah uh a group that is trying to actually save the planet um to to cover up for all of the problems that they are causing the planet
1: that all being said the one thing i will say it's it's kind of my fault (laughs) it's pia's fault it's kind of pia's fault and like Except not-
0: Hojo, it's Hojo who made all this oh, stuff yeah. happen. Well, so, uh,
1: the kind of is v- I'm being very liberal with the kind of here. Uh-huh. Uh, because like obviously it's not. I did not really have a choice in the matter. This is like where the game sent me, right? Um but like I don't know, if you're thinking about it a little hard, but then not too hard. Um <laughs> you like you could reasonably draw the assumption that, like, okay, Tifa and Barrett led Pia to this place where everything went down. W- which otherwise would not have gone down had T- had, had Pia not been at this place um it's very bad i have no one i mean obviously like i'm not going to i don't think they're going to publicly execute <laughs> the other two main characters of the game um i like i see that looks at, but i like there's just no way there's just no way the that that's what's going to happen here um
0: there's no there's no look my face is impartial
1: no there's a. I mean there's a look there's a look of like i don't know adam you don't you don't you don't ever know uh i don't know um (laughs) i don't think they're gonna publicly execute uh two of the other characters because then like who am i supposed to play as there's just no way (laughs) like (laughs) there's not enough other people that i want to play as that like Uh that that would ever happen um but it is a very dicey situation that we're going to have to get out of here. Uh, and, and like I said before, the story like ramps up again, obviously. like We're getting big. This is like, we're in yeah. it now, okay? pia like gone. He's MIA. Uh, Tifa and Baird are here trapped in prison, uh, A to be public executed. Everyone else is just as useless as they were beforehand. I have no idea where they are. They might still be inside of Pia. They could just be in a room somewhere. <laughs> Who's to say? I have no clue. It doesn't matter. I don't care about them. Um, But we're still ramping up. The story is ramping up. Sephiroth is out. The weapon is out. Uh, it feels to me like we are in endgame territory here. I don't know if we are. Just, I have no clue. I have no clue how long this game is supposed to take me. But it very much feels like we are ramping up to like, okay, at some point, we're going to have to kill this weapon. And then uh-huh. we're going to have to confront Sephiroth and save the world. Like, uh-huh. I, I am seeing... I am seeing some end game materials here uh, of like, okay, this we could be headed in this direction.
0: Yeah. Things escalate pretty quickly here in disc two, uh, yeah. as you move along. And then the final, as I mentioned, the final confrontation will come in disc three, which is, and that's really all that's there. Uh, so disc two is all of the things you have to do to get to that point. Um, and right now the party is scattered to the winds and as you mentioned, Barrett and Tifa are currently being held captive by Shinra at an undisclosed location. Uh, we don't know where Pia is. Uh, things are not looking so good.
1: They're not looking so good. Yeah, we'll have to. And, uh, I mean, the other question here is, like, is Pia Pia? Like, is there, yeah. is there... am I good? Like, is, is the main character, like, a good k I, I don't know. I'm like, am I is there going to be enough control over Pia in the end, where it's like, are we actually able to make that decision? Mm-hmm. Um, I, as Adam, obviously know like the decision that I would make <laughs> if I am allowed to, but I think uh-huh. it's very interesting that like some of that agency has been taken away in a in a game where otherwise you would probably not expect that agency to be taken away. So mm-hmm. yeah uh we'll see where it goes obviously pia will come back and uh, you know at some point here i'm you know i i don't think they're done like the end of a marvel movie pia yeah. will return <laughs> will return uh in the very next scene uh <laughs> the the question that i have here going forward are we going to continue to ramp up this drama to ramp up this story to keep things moving in that upward trajectory or are we going to like keep going back down and doing little random bits of stuff? I don't know. Like, Are we going to do another icicle in? Are we going to have to go through another five-minute minigame of snowboarding? Or are we going to like keep moving forward here to progress towards the end? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Good questions to have. Yeah. Uh, I hope that we keep ramping up. Uh, I hope that like this continues to be a very uh, engaging and upward trajectory throughout the rest of the game, because they have certainly piqued my interest here, despite the fact that, you know, maybe that cutscene didn't need to last 40 minutes. Um, they have still piqued my interest here. I am, I'm invested in this story. I want to see what happens. I want to know what happened. Uh, mm-hmm. And to that end, I I hope that we keep going up. Okay, I think I think you're right
0: where you should be right now, uh, and I look forward to you continuing to move through the story and see what comes along and what's going to happen here on the Final Fantasy VII podcast. Um, I'm having a good time going back through this game with you. Uh, I don't know that I would be replaying it right now if, if not for the podcast. So I'm glad that we get to talk through the story in detail together along the way. Um, but I think that's about what we've got for this week. Uh, Adam, have you? Is your podcast still finishing season three of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? <laughs>
1: uh i mean we did finish uh season three you can find that episode uh on the, the season three finale we did a season three retrospective as well as well as covering the school of rock uh on a one off podcast um but we are into season four now uh so after a couple weeks off at the end of season three we're into season four over on one indescribable podcast with todd and lindy uh, you can find us on twitter at one cxg podcast uh the other exciting news over at uh at y.a after you have finished your Harry Potter stint which lasted a long time you guys a talked about time. Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's true. I am passing the YA baton to you. <laughs> Let's see if you get out before the end of the year. <laughs>
1: um, I hope not. I love what we're I, I mean I love what we're about to talk about here. So YA is turning into who uh, a is we're gonna be talking about uh, Dr. Who? over there with kevin and melissa we have a bunch of episodes to go through and it should line up really well uh with the specials that are happening this year with jody whittaker who's the doctor and then eventually next year when we get to the new season uh with shooty um who plays eric in sex education so uh super super excited yeah, about that's that that's pretty exciting there. it's gonna be amazing We also have neil patrick harris slated as like a big uh big bad over there right? yeah i love neil patrick harris so much uh i've just i just binged all of uncoupled in like a day and a half so um anyway. <laughs> uh the other place you uh can find me obviously Twitter, Piano and Adam One. Um and then look out uh next week uh I might be putting my detective hat on as well as we are gonna try and figure out who may or may not have committed a murder. Um Ooh. but we'll see uh what happens there. But that's it for you're me. Just, you're just following me
0: around, Adam. I am,
1: yeah, I'm doing the <laughs> Doing the Z tour over here. On
0: PSI. Uh, I was just this week on the Only Murders in the Building podcast with Josh and Troy, um, which is an absolute delight. Go watch the series; the episodes are short and funny, uh, and listen along to the podcast. They're having a really great time, bringing along a lot of fun guests such as myself and Adam. Um, what else? Finished, finished, finished Harry Potter over on YA. Uh, highly recommend you check out if you are a patron of the podcast go check out that final deathly hallows 2 feedback and wrap-up podcast which josh himself was a guest on Um, we had a lot of great conversations about the impact of the series as a whole and our feelings about it here in the year of our lord 2022 Um, so go check that out if you are a patron and if you're not Become a patron at patreon.com slash recaps. It's still early in the month, the best time to join, as we always say. Uh, support the arts, support the dark arts. If you're a Harry Potter fan, um, Patreon.com/slash Post Show Recaps gets you access to that patron-only feed. If you get up to the $15 level, you get the PSR Plus ad-free feed, which is my favorite thing. Um, and we have merch in the Post Show Recap Store. Check that out as well at recaps.com Otherwise, you can find me at Hard Rock Hope anywhere on the internet, including twitch.tv slash Hard Rock Hope, where you can follow along with my playthrough of Final Fantasy 7. Um, I-, I played this chapter of the game last night in advance of our podcast recording. Uh, and I think that's it for me right now as well. My uh, calendar is-, is cooling off a little bit, which is a-okay, because uh, it's hot outside and I'm tired um so thank you all for being with us again today you can send your feedback to me and adam at piano adam1 at hard rock hope at poster recaps all on twitter chat with us in the discord if you are a patron and we will see you all again next week take care bye bye